Miller. Welcome back to another episode. Uh, this is a episode in the making for a very long time. Uh, I'm very excited to have this guest on for a long time. I've been bad. I'm apologize now. Um, <laughs> but it's super awesome to have Mr. Ty Rob on here, assistant superintendent at Grove 23, and the co-host of the Ty Turf Talks on Twitter or X or whatever one's calling. You know the specific change now. You know. How you doing this afternoon? How's everything going? Obviously, we have little Cyrus here. This is the first for our podcast. It's incredible. Everybody say hi to Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, good. You know, nice Friday afternoon. Got done with a long week of work. You know, mama's not home yet, so I'm babysitting for the time being. Hey. Uh, little baby Cyrus, four months old now, almost five months. Getting I forget so the week. Five months. Wow. Look at him. He wants to walk. He wants to run around. <laughs> Not yet. We got a couple more months, so you can do that. <laughs> so obviously, there are so many things going on. Uh, you have so many incredible things, but I do want to start off where it all started. You know, uh, for those that don't know, Ty actually is a graduate of Brentsville District High School, which is where our program is located. Uh, before my time here, um, what has it been like to sort of see sort of your alma mater sort of become where we are today with the turf program here at Brentsville? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's awesome. I, I say it all the time. I wish that the program was going on when I was going to school there. I don't know if I would have done it when I was going to school there because I didn't know I, I would fall in love with, with uh, you know, turf grass and, and what we do. Um, but watching it grow, I think we met up right when you started the... It was um, like, I mean, it was like the first three weeks of my job, to be honest. I remember getting the message and I was like, that is so cool, you know. Like I didn't realize that there was somebody who's in the industry who get like before this even became a thing, you know. Yeah, uh, we met up at the um, the Fosters, and you, Foster. you talked about yeah, how yeah, they yeah. were like they they offered you a job, and you were like, "I'll take it if we go in this direction." Yeah, and they were like, "Let's do it." <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome what you've built, you know. You got the the magazines in the background, all the awards you guys have gotten, you know. S SFMA award, I think, field of the year. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it's been UCI magazines back there. Yeah, old. Uh, you know, those boys are awesome. They do incredible work for sure. Is that a golf course you guys work on? How'd you get in that magazine? Uh, you could ask them. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a golf course. It was one of my plans. Uh, you know, in the property on the back part, you know, we have those practice fields and everything. And originally, we thought that the uh. The property ran from that back practice field across. So we had like another like 200 feet, 300 feet behind our game stadium across the whole way, which was like, I don't know, probably like five or six acres. And I was just like, put a little par three, you know, a couple holes back there would have been awesome. Is that in the works at all? Could you, could you do it? So we I don't, know, we like... don't have the, that's not our land, unfortunately, but yeah. we were, we're, we're in the works of something, you know, we're trying. Um, there's an area on the back part where uh, we could possibly, you know, level the ground out, take everything that's there and couple put a couple golf greens back there. That's always been something that we were interested in. Uh, it's just getting the funding slash approval process. Um, we had it approved and then the, there was uh, 
snafu with a different school. So the middle school started sports and they need a field. So now we're no longer doing it there. So it could happen somewhere else, but you know, it's, it's definitely something we're hoping to grow to and, you know, be able to have that sort of, you know, Avenue. Cause like, I, like we've talked about, we have so many kids that are on golf courses all, all summer. So like being able to show them here is huge uh, too, you know? So hopefully I'll, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. And one of your students was actually an intern for us last season, last last summer. Yeah, old um, Ben Badillo. I was going to bring him up. <laughs> old Ben, man. He's great. He's great. Um, young guy. And, and seeing how passionate he is about, you know, the turf industry and how driven and, and hardworking he is. It was like a, a breath of fresh air getting a kid like him in there. I don't know if he was passionate about it passionate about it before or if you kind of showed him hey this is some cool stuff check this out and it kind of exposed him to it and he's like yep this is it (laughs) yeah he didn't he didn't know much about it before he got here so no definitely that's the goal that's why we're here you know it's to inspire kids to whether it's turf grass or something else you know just getting them on a track where you know you can see the future what it holds and you know ben's one of those kids that you know he just took off you know he was day one he's like this is awesome i'd love to do this stuff uh so he was like an officer in our program he you know was always wanting to learn more always wanted to do more i think he spent two years on a golf course before he went down to you so like again like he he knew he was talking about going abroad with it when he's graduated college and working on golf courses and i don't even know where it was like new delhi or something he's like i saw this or something Oh yeah, something. I was like, Ben, you're a junior in high school. Calm down. You got another like seven years before you get there. Okay, geez, you know. <laughs> now he's at Tech. He's at Virginia Tech. He's at it second year of his associates. He plans on going into the four year. Um, I did talk to him the other day. He might be asking to see so if he can come back. Thirty minutes ago, I talked to him. Thirty minutes ago. Oh, did you? Like, hey. Is it okay if we talk about you? I'm going to do it anyway, but I just want to, you know. <laughs> We're going to talk crap about you, Ben. You better be listening. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Make sure you open your eyes when you're driving around, not running into oh, things. Oh, God. Can I tell you that day? So for those that don't know, we had a uh, an incident this summer where he was in a pretty bad car accident headed into work. And I get a text at 6.15 from you. And I'm like, oh, my God. what how, like What's going on? And it's like, you're like, I have no idea what's going on. Someone else found him. Like. So, yeah, that was definitely definitely an interesting addition to the summer, I'm sure. Um, yeah. But, no, I talked to him a couple of days ago. He's like, should I go back? I'm like, I mean, if they want you, they got to want you back. I mean, I don't know if you impressed or anything. So, yeah. So so he sends me a text. He, all he sent was, I've got an idea. And I was like, oh, here we go. I hope it's a good one. No, hopefully. And I was like, just call me because I love I, I'm not a big texter. I like to, to talk on the phone. Yeah, just yeah call for me. sure. For sure. He's like, what if I come back? And I was like, dude, we would love to have you. We would love to have you back. But in your situation, you're graduating college. You don't really have too much golf course experience. Now is the time to go out and find like a new build, new construction, just really get your feet wet. Like that's what, that's what you want. And where I'm at now, they're building like eight different golf courses. You know, it's blowing up here. So I reached out to a superintendent down the road and I said, Hey, I, I know a guy. He's gonna send his application in. He's like, "I love it. Thank you." <laughs> I'll give him a call. 
That's great. So he's got uh, something lined up. Hopefully it works out and it's right down the road. He can come visit. Say put him to work anyway. He's making work nights or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Um, no, but so a lot, again, we're both pretty young in this industry. You know, we're not like obviously, you know, superintendents tenured by 30 years that I've talked to on this podcast. And yeah. there's a lot of like youth, especially on the golf side of things. And we talked about how you sort of have been a leader in that younger generation. Could you sort of speak to what you've been working on and how things have sort of changed? I think you said it was the future leaders of the association. Um, there are so many things that go into that. Could you sort of describe what you've been doing and sort of how it's become a passion of yours for, again, growing this incredible industry that you you and I both love, you know? Yeah. So um, a couple of years ago, the president of, of the Florida Golf Course Superintendent Association was Andy Jorgensen. And I get an email from him saying, hey, we want to start this program for assistance, similar to what the Carolinas have. Um, they have like an assistant group. Um, and I was like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll let's do it. <laughs> He's like, I want you to head it up. I was like, I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, one second, one second. I got the baby, got the baby. Yeah. It's okay, baby. Let's clean you up a little bit there, buddy. It's okay. We're talking turf over here. Come on, pull it together, boy. Okay. He's fine. You got your hand? Here's the bubba. Yeah. <laughs> There's the bubba. So, where was I? <laughs> you were asked to head the uh, assistance group. Yeah, he said, go ahead. Head it up. I said, well, what are you looking for? He said, whatever you want. <laughs> whatever <laughs> you want. I'm like, part. oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So then I'm like making phone calls. I was like, how many people? He's like, however many you want. <laughs> so, so I said, ideally, we could get one person from each of the 11 chapters in Florida, you know, covering the whole state. Mm -hmm. uh, so I knew like three or four of them and sent out a, a letter to get the other chapters filled in. So we got, I think, eight the first year, eight the first year. And we met every month, talked about what we were doing in the golf course, talked about what plans we had. And, and what we really wanted to do was create like a like a single meeting is how it started out, a single meeting for all the assistants in Florida to go to, which is difficult to do. Mm -hmm. um, so reached out to GCSAA and uh, they sent out Steve Randall. Steve Randall, um, he helps with, uh, you know, uh, your your chapter boards and stuff like that kind of gives you an outline of of what direction you can do strategic planning is what For it's sure. called so had this strategic planning meeting had like a roadmap which was cool we made a roadmap what we wanted to do and he came up with this idea of doing the florida assistant road show so we do an event down south you know out, out west florida north florida and the first year we we did it we we did it up in the orlando area down in you know just north of Miami and out in Naples, we had um, we had speakers, uh, educational speakers, and the superintendent panel, which was awesome. The superintendents that that volunteered for that were just some great guys, you know. Uh, Darren Davis, to name one, you know, past president of the GCSAA, uh, he was at at the one in Flor um, just north of Miami. That was pretty cool. Um, and then one, one other notable speaker we had, oh, it's not that bad. He's, <laughs> he's actually a good guy. Come on. <laughs> Mama's almost home. 
He's right down the road, baby. Here. <laughs> he's doing great. Yeah. Four months out of podcast, you know, he's a legend. What are you talking about? <laughs> this guy. Another, another notable guy was um Nathan Whittaker. So Nathan Whittaker was um he was on the NFL, uh, you know, front office guy, back mm-hmm. office guy. He's an office guy. <laughs> <laughs> um won a Super Bowl with him, you know, so he's got the Super Bowl ring. That was cool to see. Uh went to Harvard Law School. So just a smart guy and oh, also resume. a New York Times. Go ahead. So yeah, smart guy and also a New York Times bestseller. So it was like the hell of a resume. That, that was pretty cool to to get him on there. Yeah, yeah. And the way I made the connection with Nathan was uh Twitter actually, or X. And <laughs> he followed me one day or, or people, people from the Carolinas were liking a lot of his stuff. He was putting in his books and, you know, when someone likes it, it says, oh, you might like it. You like it. And he followed me and I was on vacation in France, in Paris, actually. And I was taking the picture underneath the Eiffel Tower with my wife and he commented on it like, oh, you can definitely make that grass better because <laughs> it was a little thin. And that was it. Uh, that was pretty cool, pretty funny. And then when we were looking for speakers, I was like, hey, this Nathan Whitaker guy. I went on his website and, and applied to get him to speak. And he's like, where do I know this from? Ah, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, that was pretty cool to uh, make that connection. You would have never thought, you know. Yeah. Just something something little like that, something subtle. But Absolutely. Nathan, still keep in touch a little bit, you know. He'd love to do more more speeches. I see him now doing a bunch of turf grass speeches. So we're a great we're a great group to talk to, right? <laughs> the best, the best. Now, obviously, a lot that goes into that. You know, you're looking at the next generation. You worked with Ben. What has it yeah. been like to sort of make that transition of where you are, sort of bringing that next generation into you know everything that is you know golf course maintenance. You know, at at the highest level. You know. Something true. I was getting screamed. <laughs> I only no, got you're after. good. You're good. Um, so again, the the what is it like sort of making the transition to where again you are bringing that next generation into the industry and really just you know having an impact like on Ben that you did this past summer? Uh I mean, right now I think like all the superintendents are like, where's the next Where's the next assistant coming from? Where are the next superintendents coming from? And it's tough. It comes from, you know, programs like yours, you know, programs like yours, um, FFA, maybe. I hope. <laughs> I hope so. Um, and it's definitely a different generation, too. It's tough to get them to work sometimes. A lot of them like to be on their phone. No. <laughs> uh, hard, hard for them to disconnect. Um, and, and a lot of the things that they, they want are, are reasonable, you know, they want holidays off, they want weekends off. And it's tough in our industry, you know, yeah, when, sure. when I was younger and working every holiday, working every other weekend. And I think that as an industry, we do need to change a little bit to accommodate that. And I think it's going to make everyone's lives better, you know. Now, obviously, you know, when it comes to those, those certain aspects that we can do better, it, again, like you said, it's just hard, you know, and it's it's 
something that I've noticed is like we're wired a different way compared to most people in their industries. You know, we have a living organism that we're taking care of. We have to ensure that it's playing the right way. We have to ensure it's green. We have to ensure that it's healthy. Like we can't do that by taking, you know, a week off. Things are going to go the wrong way, left sideways, up, down, whatever it is, you know, um, what has been sort of your own journey in figuring out, you know, that work-life balance, obviously, you know, Cyrus here and everything, like being able to create sort of that understanding of, again, separating, but at the same time relying on others to ensure that everything is going to work out in the end. I don't think I figured it out yet. <laughs> I got you. I, I mean, I'm sitting here with a baby. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Just um, Cyrus on a real master down the fairway, you know, no big deal. You know, hey, been put him on a roller. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, it's definitely taken a while. Er- early on, I wouldn't even take vacation. You know, you get two weeks vacation, but you're like, oh, I gotta work. I gotta work. You know, but the golf course doesn't miss you. You know, your your family <laughs> misses you. Your friends miss you. Yeah. So I mean, I, I gotta give it a lot. Of- a lot of credit to my wife, you know, she's so supportive, so understanding, you know, there's nights where it's like, I'm working till dark, dark in the morning till dark at night. Yeah. And just having her being so supportive is, is huge. I know she's, she's frustrated with me at times, but she understands. That's awesome. So and again, that's the support systems are really how we get through things. You know, if my family wasn't there, I don't know what I do, you know? So I completely understand that. And that's, that's awesome to hear. Um, now, obviously, you know, golf courses have been around forever, right? Um, and I always, I always bring this up because I talk about how I sort of found the industry, you know, because it's so blatantly right in front of you, right? Every time you go to a game, every time you go by a golf course, it's like, oh, that's gorgeous. Well, <laughs> it's just gorgeous. So they don't think, oh, there's somebody behind that. What was it that brought you to, you know, golf course maintenance and how did you sort of find your way to this point again, where you're down there in Florida working on a golf course? Oh, it was a journey. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so I originally, I, I graduated Brentsville and I went to Shenandoah university for one semester. Me too. <laughs> We're the same person. Yeah. I went there for one semester and I was like, yeah, this is, this is not for me. I took business administration. I was sitting in these classes like, oh, my gosh, this is it's boring. Like, I don't want to yeah. learn about this. This is not yeah, intriguing yeah. at all. It doesn't catch my interest. Um, so I came back home, and I didn't have a job. You know, I was just living at home, waiting until the next semester. And right down the road was broad run golf and practice. You know, I'm gonna, they're closed now. I'm going to tell you some sad news. They're closed. <laughs> They're not just closed. It's just gone. It is it's a, just gone. It's a, de- a data center. No. <laughs> oh, it, you, so like I'm talking like, you know, where the mini putt putt area was. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. building starts there and it ends like right behind the old practice green in the far corner behind the drive. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The building's that big. It's crazy. I'm sorry. It started there. <laughs> <laughs> it started there. I, I was actually picking balls on the range is where it started. And one day I, uh, the superintendent was out there and I was like, Hey, if you guys need anything, let me know. Just, you know, anything. 
Come on. This is actually kind of you came from some of this here. <laughs> um, and I guess he took it as anything at all. So the next day he's like, okay, so you want to come work for us? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's anything. So yeah, let's do it. I went from making five twenty-five an hour to six twenty-five an hour. Hell yeah, you did. Hell yeah, yeah. You're like bring so it. I was up. waking up. I was waking up at five in the morning, which was cool. I, I like getting up before the sun gets up and going in and raking bunkers and and then um, mowing greens, collars, mowing some fairways. Didn't really spray when I was there. Um, then winter came and I got laid off because you know, there's really not much to do in the winter. Yeah. So I went back to Nova for a little bit for computer science. Um, still really, I was good at it. I just didn't have a passion for it. So long story short, I went to Pennsylvania, lived with my family for a little bit up in Pittsburgh, uh, did some general contracting. And yeah, I, I didn't mind the work. I just didn't didn't love doing it. Yeah, didn't love doing it. Yeah. So... Went back home and I really, I really enjoyed working at the golf course. I loved it, you know, at, at Broad Run. Went back home and needed to find a job again. So I went to work at Virginia Oaks. Also not here anymore. Also closed. Oh for 2. Oh, no. <laughs> they didn't put a data center on it. If that makes you feel better. I think it's going to be houses. I think it's going to be houses. I, th- I think it's um, still a pasture, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I forget, like... a. a Nutrient farm is what they called it. Something like, like that. Ah, well, habitat. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's eh, okay. It's not a data center. Yeah. So I, I went and worked there and, you know, the passion, the, the, the fire was reignited, you know. Yeah. And one day I was sitting there and my boss had his Rutgers, Rutgers uh, plaque up. And you I see said, that on your shirt right there. I like it. Yeah. Rocking it today. So he, uh, I said, hey, do you think, you know, going in, in to school for this is worth it? He said, yeah, last year I was an intern, and this year I'm the superintendent. I'll make a phone call. I'll send an email and, and recommend you. Which, you know, that's not how things go nowadays. Yeah. Hold on. Give me one second. Mama's home. <laughs> Thank him. He's been an incredible guest. Yeah. Thanks. Say bye, Cyrus. See you, Cyrus. Yeah, let him say bye. Come on, let's, let's oh, it's do it. Okay, it's okay. He's coming back. He's coming back. See you, Cyrus. Say bye, Drew. Yeah, bye, you. Mr. Miller. Bye. See you, buddy. Oh, okay. You're done. <laughs> so yeah, I asked him, and he's like, "Yeah, um, Rutgers has been awesome to me. You know, you you learn the science behind it. You know, you can learn it a lot in the field, but you know." really the science and the nitty gritty you you get done at school. And I was like, all right, let's do it. I was planning to do it in the spring. You know, I applied for all that and they called and said, yeah, spring's booked up. Winter semester starts in two weeks. Can you make it? <laughs> I was like, You're like, excuse me? Two weeks. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so I went to Rutgers and, uh, Really had a blast there, you know. Great guys. I still keep in touch with a lot of those guys. Um, learned a lot. Graduated. And I told the golf corps, I told Virginia Oaks, if you guys don't pay for college, I'm not going to come back. It's kind of, yeah. I, I thought that was fair. And they were like, no, we're not going to pay for it. So 
is what it is. It's like, okay, come back. So, so, so I, uh, I graduated and I was looking for jobs and my, uh, my, my wife's father was living in Fort Pierce down in Florida. And I said, um, she said, go for it. You can live with him. I called him. He said, yeah, you can live with me. I, I applied for the job. I, I got the job. I, I flew oh. down to Florida about eight years ago now and hopped around, not really hopped around, started at, at the first job, was there three and a half, four years, then uh, moved on to a, a high-end golf course down in Jupiter. And now uh, two years after that, I'm I'm at Grove 23, you know, just slowly making those steps up, steps up. And uh, absolutely love it, man. Love Florida, love the year-round grind. Yeah, the, the cold up here is fun. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> hey, it was it was sixty the other day, which is cold for us. <laughs> I have a I have a friend. She's down in Texas, and she says seventies cold, and I'm like, you gotta go. No, this seventies nice. Good. I like seventy. is the perfect temperature. You can wear mm-hmm. a sweatshirt if you want to. You can wear a t shirt if you want to. Just depends on how you feel. You know. If it's uh, 27 degrees, you kind of got to put something on. You know, that's what we've been sitting at at like 6 a.m. every morning. 27. Oh, yeah. Fun stuff. My kids mm. give me the death glare when I'm like, we're going outside. And it's just a joke. And they're all like, Miller! I'm like, OK, OK, we're coming down. OK, it's just a it's joke. doctor to you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get the kids to say, mister, what are you talking about? Doctor to you. <laughs> That's awesome you did that too, man. I just you said you came from a family of educators. I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna be next in line. I can see it. I can see that. <laughs> he no. does know what he's talking about. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> right? No, it was uh it was a crazy, crazy, crazy journey. Uh it's funny. I uh so I ended up taking too not too long. I was taking my time, if you want. <laughs> but uh I uh I got done with like the courses like really fast. And then the thesis kind of just like, it's like hitting my head against a wall. There was a couple of times where I like, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. And then, uh, you know, a couple of my mentors, it's funny. My dad reached out to some of my like professors, like, thanks dad. Cause he's like, why aren't you done? So Dr. Goatley sends me a text. He's like, Hey, I know you're busy and all, but get your shit done. Pretty much is what he said. And I was like, Finish, finish it up. All right. I got it. I got it. It was funny. After that, I sat down and wrote 75 pages and rewrote it and rewrote it again. And, uh, you know, and then defended it. It's worth it, I guess. Uh, what was it on? Uh, so it was on uh, educational leadership turnover. So it was sort of just like uh, that's good. What we're living in right now, you know, with yeah. 19 and all the stuff, the aftermath of that. People are recognizing, you know, Education might not be in the best state and there are other opportunities to, you know, go flourish on a easier job and you paid a lot more money. So just like looking into course. that. And, huh? Like a golf course. Uh, yeah, that's no, debatable. No, it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it was good. Uh, a lot of great people got to, you know, do a bunch of research at a great school. Um, but it was great. I enjoyed it. For the most part, there's about six months in there again where just mm. head against the wall. But we're here, <laughs> and somehow I'm a doctor. So, you know, that's always fun. <laughs> Sweet. 
It's pretty sweet. So speaking of education, obviously one of the big things that you've been up to are the live talks on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, yeah. Sort of, can you sort of give us a little take on like how it all got started, what the goal is, how is it going? Obviously things have changed, whether that's subject matter you guys have covered. Mm-hmm. I've been able to attend not as often as I should, I apologize. But, you know, there have been so many incredible things you've talked about and It'd be great to hear sort of the inception where you want to go with it and sort of how everything's going with, uh, obviously when it comes to, it's a new space. That's, I think it's great. You know, there are so many yeah. things to do with it, but I'm gonna let the professional talk about it now. So <laughs> I'm just an amateur over here, man. I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so it, uh, it started out, um, my wife was working late one day and I was like, man, I want to talk to the boys about, about some grass. Twitter just came out with the space and I just like put it up one day as like, we'll see who joins up. We'll see who joins up. Just nothing. I just wrote turf talk, (sighs) turf talk. And I think we had like five or six people show up and I said, Hey, how's your golf course doing? What are you guys doing? You know, what are you seeing? And we just talked for like an hour. Started like that. And then next it was turf talk Monday. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Every Monday, I was like, every Monday, I'll do this. I'll keep doing this if you guys keep showing up. Yeah. So people kept showing up. More people kept showing up. And then um, Rob Usar, who's a superintendent down the, the road here, he his mother-in-law actually babysits Cy. So, nice. So we have that that connection, too. He, he was attending every week. And I was like, Rob. There's a lot to host this thing, man. There's a lot of things going on. Do you want to co-host with me? He's like, of course I would, man. I pretty much do it already. <laughs> so, Don't you love that response? <laughs> so so once he, he joined up, we really started getting in, like, really, it was just open. It started out just being, like, wide open, open conversation, just what's up. And then when he came in, we started saying, hey, maybe we need some subjects because there's a lot of dead air out there, you know. So we started doing, you know, uh, uh, GPS sprayers, GPS stuff, drone technology. And then one time we had the Husqvarna guy on. Um, we started doing stuff with fungicides and, and herbicides. And Todd Lowe came on, former USGA guy, who's there quite a bit, actually. Sometimes we just call him special guest, Todd Lowe, but he's going to be there no matter what. Um and then recently we started reaching out a little bit further, you know, to see if we could get you know, some bigger names. And, you know, we got Darren Davis on there, which was pretty cool getting him on there, talking about his career and, you know, how he thinks the, the industry is doing. That was that was a fun one. Um, the direction. I think we want to still keep that original kind of open dialogue, open conversation with everyone. You know, everyone can speak on there. Sometimes we run into some issues <laughs> when you leave it wide open, you get some, some explicit stuff. Um, <laughs> but, but our goal now is to do a, a special guest every month or so, get someone in there and kind of give them an interview and then follow up another week with just open dialogue. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Like I said, it's still new. Like, I don't know when the first time we did it was, but I feel like it was, couple months ago and i think it's been close to, close to i think it was like maybe may might be the earliest one is that too early before that mm-hmm. it was before it was probably a year old 
Oh, okay. You said a couple months. I was like, I can't remember if it was because I remember seeing it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, it was this year, though, right? Maybe. Maybe yeah, last could, year. You could always go look at it, you know. See, if I think it was last year because it was before we found out she Claudia was pregnant. So we got nine months, and then four more months. Four. And then, That's close. You're yeah. almost at a year. Probably, probably about a month, year and a half, year and a month ago. Yeah. Right. I haven't looked. <laughs> Either it's way, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's going great. That's all that matters, you know. We're, we're trying to get a logo made, which is cool. A guy Ooh. out in Oklahoma. Um, he joined the space up. We didn't know who he was, and then yeah. one day I was like, "Who are you?" He's like, I just love coming in here, listening to you guys. I just got my home lawn I take care of. I overseed it. I was like, that's cool, man. That's awesome. And that's um, cool. go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry. He he popped in when Darren Davis was talking, and he said, you know, hey, I love the the whole working outside, working on your grass. And really, the reason I do it is to kind of relax myself. I was going through a real bad divorce and just going out there and, and mowing my lawn, just calm me down. It's so relaxing. I was like, that was pretty cool, man. Good for you. Cause you know, if I had to do it at my house, I'd freak out. You know? <laughs> yeah. I got 20 square foot of yard in my house. So I don't even take care of it. Pay my HOA dues. They come and do a pass and they're done. Nice. That's always good. You know, you got about, you know, a hundred acres, you know, or so. <laughs> Yeah, Three, take care two, of it. Yeah, somewhere around there, a little more. Well, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was a little balling. Um, um, you know, and it. I think that's so cool that you know there's somebody like. I think that the, the space itself, you know, being able to allow somebody like that to come in and be a part of it, like something that again, like sort of a passion project of mine is like again going back to the idea of like it's always been there. We just didn't know about it. You know, um, it's something that you can, you know, put out there and see sort of what sticks in a sense of like, okay, someone who takes care of his lawn in Oklahoma, seeing it, maybe somehow that passes on to a friend of his, who's, you know, maybe an athletic director who managed his fields and then a kid. And then it's just sort of, it's incredible to see where it can go, you know, and how far mm-hmm. it reaches, you know, it's something like, Again, with the podcast, like I we're in a Zoom call right now. I used to be where I have students in the call and everything. Now it's, you know, it's hard to get students anywhere. So uh, <laughs> it was a little easier when people were, you know, stuck at home in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it obviously it reaches people, but there's no interaction in the sense of like if they have a question to get involved. And I think it's just incredible, you know. Um, you did mention something when I was on about starting a podcast, sort of in the sense with the live turf talk and everything. What would be some yeah. of your idea for that? I don't know. I, I really don't know much about. I don't know much. I mean, I, I listened to your to your podcast, but Sorry. I was talking to Rob Sorry. about it. <laughs> and it's like how how many how many subjects can we cover? You know, I don't know. There's a it's lot. T- creating content's not easy. No, it is not. <laughs> it's not easy. It it's not. time consuming, you know. Is there a way to record on X? Like, can you keep a recording, an audio recording? I, I could record everyone. I just don't. Because it allows people to speak a little more freely. Yeah. 
But you get it. And... You just gotta put a little E on the, you know, the audio if you have to, you know, do something about it, you know? It gets it gets wild sometimes. There was some sometimes talk of aliens. I'm just saying. <laughs> sometimes like, good memories, you know, right? <laughs> we had an alien talk last week, and I was like, where is this going, guys? Where is this going? I was like, can they mow? Can these aliens mow? Because that's all I care about. Can they can they work? <laughs> Sounds like Joe what, Rogan what got on the going? podcast or something. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh gosh, that's that's always interesting for sure. So, but so we're working on a, a brand. We don't know which direction we're gonna go. Uh, trying to get a logo made. Trying to get a logo made. Um, Rob didn't like his hair in the picture, so we're dealing with that issue. There's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a picture. <laughs> that's um, I think we got the the name. Turf Talk with Rob with double B and use UZ like Rob's last name Uzar nice. with Rob and use. So maybe I like it. We'll see. Playing with it a little bit. No, that's awesome. Rob's and UZ. Rob's and use. Use. I say use. <laughs> use with the views, you know? Just gotta you know, play on words. Gotta get the views. No, for sure. And I again there there are just so many different things you can do with it. Um has there been something that you've wanted to do that you haven't done whether that's a subject, whether that's a so, sort of format in a sense? I this is one that I came up with that I thought would be really cool. What if you did are you smarter than a whatever like an assistant superintendent where you just have questions and you see who can answer it. It could be really good or it could be really oh. funny. We could get old Todd Lowe on there, former USGA agronomist. There you go. <laughs> oh, I got to make sure I get, I get, make sure sure you get every single agronomist that is USGA and say, <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to test your knowledge. You might not be too happy about me saying that. Are you smarter than Todd Lowe? <laughs> hey, like Todd. The old Ben Stein Todd, show. We love right? you. It's okay. You know, it's it's all love. <laughs> It's happening, but we just want to let you know. Um, oh, no, but something man. like that where, like, it just raises sort of, like, the question of, like, well, I did it this way. Why did, would you say it? this is right and this is wrong, you know? Um, oh, my God. I got to text him right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, uh, be good. Just say, hey, we need you to come on, and we're just going to ask questions, you know? Or you're going to ask questions, and we're just going to see what we can do. We're going to drill you. We're going to drill you. <laughs> and we got AI now, too. So maybe the AI knows more. I don't know. That's some crazy stuff. I got it. I got in an argument with the, do you know, Dr. Straw at Texas A&M? He's no, a uh, assistant press, uh, professor there. And uh, him and I, we were at a Toro event up in Minneapolis. And he goes, he's like, you know ChatGPT? I'm like, yeah, I know ChatGPT. I'm a high school teacher. They all use it. They try to use it anyways. And you kind of like you get a you get a paper turned in. And you're like, you can't write that well. I can't write that well. You definitely did not write this. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, if I put this in ChatGPT, is it going to show up? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, he's like, well, you know, it's useful, you know, for like, you know, when you're writing your your science reports and everything. I was like, that's great, but you know, you can't chat ChatGPT grass. You know, our jobs are safe. And then he gets in this whole thing like. Well, you know, you have the GPS spray rig. I was like, who has to sit yeah, on yeah. a spray rig? You know, stuff so sit on it. It's not. <laughs> yeah. And all there's a tractor things. that can mow by itself. 
I saw that. For sure. There is. But guess what? You're not going to not have a person there because what if the guy goes rogue and runs over somebody? Somebody's getting fired. It's not the tractor. It's I'm just saying. Tractor. It is. Uh, I I just start laughing because he's like, AI is going to be big. I'm like, yeah, it's going to cancel about 90% of the jobs in the workforce. People are going to college for it. Not turf grass. <laughs> yeah, not in turf grass. But you got to be the people that know how to operate the AI, For you sure. know, even as turf managers, you know, 100%. they can help us out. Absolutely. And there's some incredible applications. And again, we could talk about this because it's definitely more applicable to golf than sports fields. You know, when you talk about, you know, these new creations, again, of autonomous mowers, not just the ones that are your house, but like full fledged mowers, you know, you're talking about not having to hire certain groups because guess what? My mowers are just out there mowing. I can go work on something else. Like, but at the same time, you still need somebody there to watch it. You know? Yeah. For um, now. For or you now. can get the drones to watch them. Yeah. Until the drone, you know, flies and slices someone. Funny story about that one. Shout out to my brother. Um, oh. <laughs> we were taking a video. Um, <laughs> of our field and for some reason my brother wanted to get cool drone shots of operation of equipment right whatever so me and a student were mowing the field and he's doing like flying around and all these things and for some reason he thought it'd be cool to get a shot where you just like fly right past my head right it didn't go right past my head boom question that like yeah it was probably like 15 miles an hour straight into the head like I, I fell off the mower off of a triplex. Off like, of a mower? Yes. It just, boom, cut off the top of my ear. Great times. It was really funny because he felt terrible. And my brother never feels terrible about anything he does to me. But I was like, there, the whole top of my ear was gone. It's grown back now. We're good. But it was like, what is going on right now? <laughs> He's like, I stopped. It kept going. I, it stopped. It I'm stopped. Like, I was like, yeah, it stopped on my head. Yeah. Yeah, it stopped real quick. Real fast, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know how I feel about drones being, you know, the, the keepers of the autonomous mowers, you know? They might slice some ears off. They might yeah. slice some ears. No biggie. No biggie. No hospital trip? You didn't have to go to the hospital? Did not, no. I was... A little I wasn't tape on there. Just... Hey, duct tape fixes everything. Forget who taught me that. My boss at at the Virginia Tech, I got a slice right here on my hand. He's like, come here. I'm like, what? Just slice duct tape. He's like, come to me tomorrow. I was like, what do you mean come to you tomorrow? Just duct tape. Worked fine. The adhesive was great. I was like, who are you? Like, what is going on right now? That's what it was made for. That's what it was made for. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I think. I don't know, actually. I don't think it is. I'm thinking sorry, gonna... Todd Lowe was Todd was I, I got a call right away. Like, what's going on? <laughs> I'll have to explain later. And I was like, I'm on a podcast. Oh, all right. <laughs> Are uh, you smarter? Let, let me know. Let me know when it happens. I'll be there. Yeah. Are you smarter than a doctor? You're smarter than this doctor. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not that hard, I promise. <laughs> um, but you know that it's I, I love the idea of the space and everything because I think there was a, I forget what it was, the name of it. You ever heard it? I think Discourse. You ever heard of Discourse? Discord? Discord. Thank you. Sorry. I don't. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's it's so much easier than Discord because you don't have to get people on it because people are already on Twitter. 
Yeah. Um, What's mean, the Discord one? Oh, I think one of the sports turf guys runs it, right? I think it was Spin Martin. I think Spin Martin, yeah. I've, I've never seen anyone on. I felt terrible because <laughs> he, I think he saw us on TikTok, and this was like during COVID. And I don't look at our TikTok, you know, when it comes to like messages and stuff. So he probably thought I was ignoring him, which I wasn't. But it was like two years later <laughs> for somehow find messages. I didn't know there were messages on TikTok. I didn't know you could DM somebody on TikTok. So I uh, I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to respond two years later because he asked me to come on Discord or whatever, or just whatever it's called. And I was like, I'm just gonna let it stay. You know, I don't wanna I don't wanna be that guy who has to explain that he's just a dumbass and uh, didn't know how to look at my DMs on TikTok. So, you know, that's... Uh, TikTok. He could have reached out on Twitter. Oh, I mean, it's easier, but uh, TikTok's definitely one that I, I suck at. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't have it. I don't, uh, I don't use it. Don't ever get it. You'll be watching TikTok for hours. It's not... Be scrolling at 2 oh. in the morning... Well, you, you don't realize it until, you know, for some reason, like, you have to go to the bathroom or something, and it's like, oh, it's 2 a.m. Oh, my goodness. I did not mean to do Oops. that. What did so, I do? That's not okay, right? Uh, but, you know, obviously, there are so many different social media platforms and everything. How have you sort of seen, you know, the growth of the group, the growth of sort of the awareness of it? How have you seen that sort of, you know, grow in, it, in, that, in that space as well as, you know, in your professional setting, you know, there are so many people that um, hear about it. Like I, another really funny story. And I appreciate the man who said this, but I was at a, the national convention in Savannah two or three years ago. And I was talking to my kids and I hear from around this like pillar, like the massive pillar at the front of the convention center. He's like, I know that voice. I'm like, he's like, you're tiger turf talk. I'm like, Oh dear God. I'm stopping. We're not doing it anymore. I quit. No yeah. more. But being able to see that sort of in your professional setting, how has that been for you? And obviously, you know, just everything that goes with it. I don't see it much firsthand. You know, I really don't see it much firsthand. A lot of the people, uh, a lot of them are from the area, but we don't really see each other in person too much. Um, did a board meeting with the Treasure Coast yesterday and Rob Rob's on the board too. And we told them about it yesterday. They're like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Almost been doing it maybe a year now. And they just found out. So oh they're gosh, not too gotta, connected with gotta, it. <laughs> paying Remote, but it's just something fun, you know. Yeah. But it's it's growing. We have people out, like I said, Oklahoma, um, people up north, people in Michigan. Mechanics pop in. Love them when the mechanics come in, man. They're great. Um, but just seeing sports turf people. Sports turf people come in from all over the place. Um, and I just love the, the different dynamic, you know, a, a homeowner that's grown his yard. <laughs> so it's cool getting everyone, everyone from a lot of different backgrounds together to talk. And I don't know, it just, it just flows. It just flows. It's, it's cool to share that passion and everyone just wants to talk about it. Absolutely. I also think one of the biggest things and honestly, your talk might be one of the things that does it, you know, is that connection between golf and sports. Cause you know, obviously golf is like 1000 times bigger than the sports field side, you know, but there, an acre. 
You have an well, anchor to deal with. Exactly, 100%. But, <laughs> hey, I ain't complaining about it. I don't want your 100 and some odd acres. Sorry to tell you. Um, but, you know, there there is so much, like, incredible opportunity there, you know, when it comes to collaboration and everything. And I've questioned it since I've been in the industry because I do sort of see both sides. I, I, I'm obviously much more sports side because that's my background, but being yeah. – connected to the local groups when it comes to the greater Washington, you know, GCSAA and different people at GCSA talking with them, working with them. Like there's so much that could be done intertwined because obviously sports, there are certain things that are at a high level. You know, when we talk about, you know, mm-hmm. you have the all-star games, the world series, the super bowl, all these things. Someone I always talk about Travis Hogan, you know, working at spyglass going to Kansas city, like, yeah. He has so much knowledge from both sides and being able to talk to golf course superintendents. I think he hosted a group this past like fall. Like there's so much that could be accomplished between the two organizations. And I'm just curious like when that will actually happen, you know, because I don't I don't know what's going on, nor do I have like a say or anything, but you know, there could be a lot done. And again, I'm not gonna go past that, but you know, a place like yours is obviously gonna allow that to happen sort of naturally, you know. I think so. Yeah. I think Travis is a Rutgers guy too. Rutgers. Yeah. Got to stick together with those, you know? Yep. For sure. So I I added on, on Twitter and like there was a, he posted the picture of the field and I just messaged him. Never talked to him before. Message. Hey, field looks great, man. Rutgers guys, you know, really getting it done. (laughs) Did he respond? He's like, yeah, thanks Ty. You know, just doing our best out here. You know, always want to make it better. Something, something along those lines, like yeah, it looks his good. Line, but- his line is uh, find it better than or make it better than you found it. And he t- yeah. t- talks about you know how his dad taught him that a golf course when he was a kid. So no, it's he's incredible. He's a great guy too. Um, but you know, like those are the things that I I see sort of the growth in our industry and where we need we're, we're both in need. You know, when you talk about mm-hmm. the labor shortage and everything. Um, it's just it's hard to you know keep up with all that, and I don't know. I don't know what we do, but maybe you know us young guys, we do something to sort of force people's hand. I'm just saying, just saying. Um, no temporary but, green inside the 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 infield of a baseball field. Hey, I'm sure people would love the ball roll not on an infield. I'm just saying. Do I know how long it would last? No, but you know, might as well. I think they do it. I think they build, I don't know if they build real greens or if they have artificial greens. I saw something about the Dodgers doing that. Tee off at the, the Dodgers. Oh, stadium. they do do that. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. They've been doing it for, they do a top golf off of the. Uh, ah. Um, That's different. That's all artificial stuff. Synthetic no, they, they mow it. They did it in New York. When oh, I was, yeah? Yeah, they mow it in. And it's funny, it's grown. So like it, it used to be like they'd scalp the greens and then it turned into mm-hmm. painting, you know, with, you know, whatever, green lager or whatever. Like they're just, they've been trying to figure out what to do. And now I think it's, they just roll it, you know, so it, it stripes up. So, hey, what works, works, you know? Yeah, they, that's the, I don't think that matters at that point, you know, if you're hitting it from 200 foot up. No, no, I don't think so either. I'm the, guy, I'm the guy, if I was there, I would have literally like just knocked it into like the skyline or something on accident. And it was like, well, that wasn't supposed to go there. Sorry. So Shank it. Yeah, I would definitely hit somebody on accident. Um, but, you know, you let me in. That's your fault. You know, 
Um, <laughs> Paid my my greens fees. <laughs> yeah, that's going to cost a lot more than greens fees, you know. When the, the yeah, probably. Happens, but um, <laughs> when it comes to you know sort of the future for you, you have any aspirations here in the near future when it comes to you know your work with the talk, whatever it is, you know, just professionally for you. Uh, what's your sort of end game in a sense? Yeah, you know, I think my goal has always been su- be a superintendent. You know, run run the uh, run the show. I think that's every assistant's goal. <laughs> you know, right always, now it's always a good goal. It's be a great father. Really, is what I'm focusing on now. That's tough. That takes a lot of time. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, turf talks. I'm just rolling with that, you know. Yeah, Rob's helping a lot. He's he's the one that's like, let's go, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> like, I don't want to stop it. <laughs> I say, you know, if you build it, they will come. It's kind of been like the, the space for that Twitter space. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll make it, and if people show up, we'll keep doing it. Yeah, for you know? sure, for sure. Now, I always I always wrap on these questions because, again, obviously, with our students, you know, having the opportunity to you know listen to professionals like yourself. Um, what is something that you wish you knew sort of before going into the industry? Obviously, not to make things easier or anything better, just like there are certain things that obviously going into it, you're kind of like, yeah, that would have been nice to know. But uh, what is it that you wish you knew when you first started? When you're home, be home. You know, try to turn it off. I know it's so tough for us, but sometimes – you know, you get home and all you're thinking about is the golf course. All you're thinking about is work and, and you kind of lose sight of what's in front of you. Especially in my younger years, I did that. I'd get home and like, oh man, I would I would get home and take a nap after work and I would dream about working on the golf course. And I'm like, I did that I right, right? Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I've, had those up, moments. Like, oh. I've had those moments where I'm like, that wasn't real. It's done. It's fine. It's turned off. No, yes, yes, no. <laughs> there was no blowout out there. Exactly. Uh, be patient. I think that's a huge thing for, for kids to to know going into this industry. Be patient. Not just with um, people around you about the, the environment. If you had a, a big, giant blowout in the irrigation system, you know, be patient with it. Don't lose your mind. You're going to be able to fix it. But also be patient in your career, too, because do the right things, work for the right people, work hard. And, you know, good things will come your way. You kind of answered my next question, but, you know, obviously Ben worked (laughs) with you this summer. uh, And again, working with younger generation or industry, what would be your best words of advice when it comes to, you know, taking on that next step, whether that's going into a two year, four year program or just getting on the course right after high school, you know, for our kids, what would be your best words of advice to them, you know, to further their career and, you know, get to the point where again you you had your own struggles of figuring out what you wanted to do and it just wasn't like that like most people you know and it's it's a grind what would be your best words of advice for them to you know be able to be successful on that grind do everything first do everything you know i did i did business administration found out i didn't like that did, did computer science found out i didn't like that started working on a golf course found out hey you know this is pretty cool <laughs> So do everything, you know, and if, if you fail or if it doesn't work, you learn something, you know, you learn something from that. Well, I want to thank you so much for being patient with me on getting this set up and 
It's been a crazy, crazy time getting at everything. It's been a great honor to have you on here. I really appreciate you taking the time. And again, thank you for all that you do. So, Thanks, Drew. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having patience with my baby while he was here. Hey, I love the guy. Come on. <laughs> I was excited to have him on. Yeah. We're going to have to do this again, you know, every year just to watch the growth. He has to be on, though, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll put him on there just, just a little bigger each time. Gets to 19. You might not have him on your lap anymore. Sorry about that. <laughs> It'd be a little weird. It would be a little weird. <laughs> well, thanks. And maybe that. maybe one of these uh, one of these days we'll get you on the, the space on the turf 100%, top. Whenever, whenever you want. You t- I told you that I'm, I'm ready when you are. Special guest doctor. Oh, Drew Miller. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, thanks again. Hey, thanks again, Drew, for having me.